0: You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on Millennial Minds. Today we have Miss Dale Noel, founder and CEO of True Model Management in New York City. Hi, Dale. Hi, Yazzie. How are you? Fantastic. Good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited to get into into your story. So tell us, um, what inspired you to, to become a model manager, and how long has True been in existence?
1: Well, the inspiration behind starting True Model Management, it was always my desire to connect people. And originally, True was a company that I founded just to manage my personal modeling career. It had nothing to do with managing other models. but. Yeah, I consistently was connecting friends and business associates to complete jobs together, and people were always asking me to help them with their career, manage them, introduce them to people. So it was a natural progression years later for me to manage other models, because that's my passion, connecting people.
0: That's amazing. And um, what sets True apart from other modeling agencies?
1: Well what i tend to hear most often is that we really have a hands-on approach and it's more family-like and ever since the beginning we've been drawn to models that support their communities and they set good examples for other people and kind of break the mold. You know, we're Mm -hmm. really intimately connected with uh, giving back and making the world a better place. So when we look for models, we're not just looking for only a beautiful face and, you know, a nice shape and personality is a big part of what we do too. And, we get involved and really have an interest in helping people be successful. So it started with me going shopping with models and trying on clothes and seeing what flatter them. And I just, um, I'm not as hands on as I once was, but I have a really amazing team and mm-hmm. I do jump in and, uh, help as much as I can. So.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's so cool. So your, uh, models, are also, like, change makers and change agents in the world.
1: Yeah, we like to look at it that way. I mean, even our clients uh, quite often have referred to true the models from True as role models, you know, role models or role model citizens because like most of them are, you know, not divas. They're really optimistic and helpful, and uh, they try and communicate well and work together really nicely with people.
0: Ditto on that. I've met some of the other models and they're always so nice and so pleasant and so sweet. Um, That's good. Yeah, they really, really really are. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Dale, what do you want fashion clients in the world to see and experience when they work with models represented by True?
1: Well, overall, we want them to view them and tell us that they're professional and they were personable. And we love hearing that the beautiful inside as well as outside, because to me, that's the most important. You know, we like our models to be relatable, inspirational, mm. and, you know, we, re- we value well-rounded, good-natured, really authentic individuals. So a great personality, I feel like, in our business is very refreshing.
0: Dale, you've been able to, along with your team, launch many people's careers off the ground into face recognition, name recognition, and stardom. Uh, How is it to be one of the world's leaders in the fashion industry?
1: Well, I think one of the things I find the greatest satisfaction is, is when I'm guiding someone towards financial independence and helping an individual build confidence in themselves because I feel like myself and my team were a lot of times good at finding a diamond in the rough and we're like, you know, this person has amazing heart, he or she is so passionate and, you know, but not quite model material that, you know, is very marketable to the clients. Let's see, you know, if we spend time together and we help build confidence and, you then once they become successful, those are the most gratifying Mm because you get such a good feeling like, wow, you've changed someone's life for the better or helped change someone. We can only do so much. But, uh, yeah, I guess my passion, it's inspiring others to be, you know, optimistic, overcome adversity, and, you know, find the good in any situation. So a lot of people come to us to pursue their dreams and live a meaningful life, and when we can help them, you know fulfill their dream that is like the ultimate.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that that is an amazing very uh rewarding and gratifying feeling.
1: It is. I've gotten such beautiful like letters and gifts or some models that I've met over the years and you know we started working together one, you know, really was almost, well, was homeless and, you know, didn't have money and another one in a bad, you know, boyfriend situation and, you know, just helping people get out of bad situations and that they can, you know, be independent and feel good about themselves again. That to me is really important.
0: Definitely. Wow. Wow. Fashion turning into financial freedom and new opportunities for models And this, um, you know, you guys were speaking with Dale Noel, who was the founder and CEO of True Model Management in New York City. Um, Dale, you you yourself have had a prosperous and extensive modeling career before starting True. Uh, What was it that inspired you to begin modeling and how long were you a model early on in your career?
1: Wow, well, that's a... A story in itself, but I really didn't set out to be a model, quite mm-hmm. the contrary. Uh, I was in sales in the fashion industry, though, and I would travel around the country and sell clothes at trade shows. And oh, wow. on many occasions, yes, on many occasions, the showroom manager or the the clients himself would hand me clothes to try it on. And I was like, Oh, I'm not the model. Like this is the <laughs> table, you know? And, but then I started putting on the clothes. Everything really did fit me very well. And many of the times I'm like, Oh, forget it. we don't want to wait, want to wait for the model. Can you just put on that jacket? So I used to just sell, you know, the blazers right off of my body and mm-hmm. uh, move on from there. And I just heard it over and over. Dale, you should be a fit model. Dale, you should be a fit model. I'm like, no, thank you. I really like my job. But mm-hmm. when I was in between jobs or actually I was in commercial real estate at the time. I had just gotten um, out of fashion into real estate and I bumped into people in New York City that I met earlier and they're like, did you become a model? I'm like, no, no, no. But I had a designer who gave me contacts at all the top agencies of the day. I called two or three of them. One gave me a contract on the spot and I like, wow. kind of chuckled and I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. I'm like, but you know what? Maybe I'll try it. I'm young mm-hmm. and I'll do it, you know, maybe. And Let's see signed what happens, on. right? Yeah, I signed on and from there it was it was a really really amazing ride. Uh I had, did not have the usual journey that a model has like the first day. I had a schedule and got really busy and had amazing accounts on my schedule that I worked for about 20 years wow. pretty much all that I started with I worked a minimum of 10 years some 20 on a consistent basis and from fit modeling I also did print modeling and showroom modeling but fit modeling uh production fit model was always like my bread and butter
0: I see yes yes fit modeling seemingly does pay well
1: <laughs> yeah I thought I was gonna do it for one year I thought like oh I'll I'll bank the money, save it, and then go get a real job. (laughs) And then 20 Mm -hmm. years later, I did it until I was pregnant unexpectedly and got cancer at the same time. And they're like, you're not going back to work. I was like, oh, that's when Drew was born.
0: (laughs) Ah, mm -hmm. I see. Wow, you've had a very... Uh, interesting journey to uh, entrepreneurship and do you happen to have a favorite modeling moment or a memory from your um, early career that that stands out to you wow it's
1: a tough one I have so many memorable experiences I had I think one of them was probably working with Oleg Cassini on his last collection before he died it was the bridal wear collection and he was the first well it's not the first to design a white suit for gay white gay females Mm -hmm. he was definitely very early on this was decades ago um and just working for him you know i mean he designed for jackie o and was such an icon uh and yeah he was unbelievable and i've traveled the world with some of the most celebrated designers in the industry like michael gores and tommy hilfiger and Many, many stories, but actually, I think one of the funniest or some of the funniest experience I had happened while I was running to appointments. You know, I literally mm. used to run as fast as I could down 7th Avenue. I'd run upstairs to bypass the elevators. Oh and there were a few occasions that funny things happened. One time, uh, I was running, and I always had backpacks on full of, you know, all the essentials, underwear and shoes. What? and and as I was running down 7th Avenue, I started smelling fire and I thought it was coming from somewhere in the street. And it turns out my backpack was on fire. What? <laughs> and my backpack was on fire. I had matches from the night before. I used to collect matches of all the restaurants I would go to mm-hmm. running and bounce- the matches bouncing up and down. They, like, lit themselves oh. and got on fire. And then another time I was how running you- down. What happened?
0: Like, how did you extinguish the fire? It wasn't that big. It was oh.
1: just in the pocket. So someone else, I, I think someone had a drink or something like that, because someone stopped me and told me it was me, and we're like together, I don't know. He took his hand and just, it's, I don't know. It was really quick, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that was fun. The other time was with my backpack again. Uh, I was running, 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 and the zipper happened to open. So mm-hmm. I got—I stopped. I was running so fast that I stopped at, like, 34th Street. And then I had at least five people handing me, like, oh,
0: miss, this is your bra. Oh, this is your underwear. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh,
1: this is great. Like, I would never stop for anything. I, my stuff was strudel. And that systemic. is so
0: funny. And why, yeah, if you don't mind me asking, why were you running? Was it because you were running in between appointments? Yeah,
1: I was booked back to back to back to back like every day all the- I-, I was very busy so that maximum I had 15 minutes in between appointments Whoa. but sometimes less and I used to really hustle so
0: I see and those sidewalks in New York are not short they're very long <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yes I know people are always like how do you stay in shape because I'm like I don't really have time to exercise so
1: I literally used to run to appointments run up and downstairs carry heavy bags traveling and for many years that was my uh my workout,
0: yeah oh, it was definitely a workout for sure. <laughs> wow, thanks for sharing those stories though um you know many mod modeling is seen as a very glamorous and- pre- prestigious and even elite job or career um there are a lot of people men and women um who dream of becoming a model. While while it is all of those things, it's also hard work, as you know, it takes patience and consistency, preparation and sacrifice. Like, um, so what is a is there a myth or or some reality about modeling that you think that like anyone who wants to become a model or get into modeling that they should know before before they make that big step to uh, decide I want to make this um, a career? Sure, you hit so many good points
1: because everything you said is valid and really true, and it is a very demanding job. And I think a lot of people who are looking from the outside or they're just starting to be a model, they have this myth that, like, there are all these overnight successes out there, you know, and even models who seem like they were discovered overnight, and that does happen. So that, can't say that doesn't happen. There are a few exceptions that, you know, they were a success overnight. But many of them work for many years before they're really discovered and in the mainstream public eye. And modeling is a business. Some people say like, oh, I love it because I love posing or like, I like seeing pictures of myself or whatever the reason might be. It really is a business and, and models really need to be on point at all times, always polished, always optimistic. You know, they should always be, as in life, you know, always learning, always practicing your craft, and and education is really a big part of it. People don't think like, oh, yeah, you have to educate yourself to a model, but it's like even just educating how to put your makeup on or learning your angles, or if you're a fit model, there's a lot of technical skills to learn, and I really feel like the model needs to put just as much work into it as, you know, their managers, their agents, their clients. It's like you're part of this team when you're a model and it's not just all about you. You know, some people want to bring, you know, um, only one thing to the table, but nowadays you need to be very well-rounded yes. and it's not just a pretty page on the on the magazine cover now. It's like the personality the social media. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to manage with being a model and keeping yourself and, and even the busier and busier you get, that's demanding in one way, but if you're not busy, just stay focused and positive and just keep taking your pictures and testing and, you know, walk, practicing your walk. It's always like and, – and I think some people work at it so hard that then they lose an essence of themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's the ones that can learn the skills while keeping the optimism and the confidence. I think confidence is huge.
0: So – Great pointers. I hope you all are taking, for those of you out there listening, um, wanting to become a model or get into modeling, uh, I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adele, if you would, tell us a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey. Um, what was that like in starting an agency? I, I heard you say that you, um, I mean, you you had a successful modeling career, Uh, for about for 20 years and then you you became pregnant and then also you know found out you had cancer but you know Mm -hmm. tell us more about about what that journey was like for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Well I had the the true of today is a different company than the true that I started at at the beginning when I was modeling, but they're very similar. Mm-hmm. And because I was a natural networker and already successful model with many high-level contacts in the fashion industry, um, I already had the demand. People were asking me, you know, for models. Models were asking me for clients, and I had been connecting them for at least 20 or around 20 years at that point. Uh, so this
0: there was This I- was while you were a model?
1: Yeah, while I was a model, wow. I used to walk around, and I used to connect all types of people in fashion. It was like design. I used to. It was before the internet. Well, no, there was the internet too. But I used to walk around a lot of the days with folders of resumes and comp cards, That's amazing. and I, I always had. Um, I was very fortunate, and I have like a ridiculous work integrity and work really hard, so I didn't have any extra time and couldn't take on new clients. Um, so whenever new people came to me, I said, oh, you know what? I can't do it, but my friend Dawn, she's amazing. Let me introduce you to her. I'll bring you her comp card tomorrow, you know, things like that. So nice. then I would introduce them. So I was already doing my job in an informal way, and I wasn't paid for it for all those years. So it really was a lot about Getting a contract together and learning other aspects of the business and juggling multiple things at a time, um, but really and and at the time there were I believe two or three uh, girls that I met in the industry who were different sizes than me that I got jobs with my account and they weren't that great at handling their money so they used to ask me oh can you invoice it for me or can you I'm like oh well I have a company I could do it and I used to just you know email her from my my computer, my email at home, like just a simple little thing. Yeah. But And then I just give it to them. I was just like – so it kind of had it a little bit started. And I had made up some plans of a future, a possible future agency with um, the manager, who is still the manager of our fit models uh, today, mm-hmm. uh, but we didn't really – dive in and get started until it was the day that I'm not working anymore. So,
0: very nice. Wow. Wow. And for the additional like technical skills and things um that you needed to launch your company, did you have to um Did you just like do research on your own or did you, you know, partner up with someone or like have a group of people that were supporting you and and saying, hey, you know, Dale, you should do this. You should do this. You know, you should incorporate like that type of thing. Or did you just kind of figure it all out on your own?
1: Yeah, I it was pretty much everything on my own. I was uh-huh. self-taught. You know, as a model, you don't really use a computer either much. Uh, so I was teaching myself, you know, at night how to use computers. Um, I really had no support financially or assistance except the one person that I had hired at the time who was already handling my schedule. I was on my way, like, weaning myself off of modeling at that point. So, um, But I was still working more than full-time. Yeah, I had no mentor, so it was definitely learning a lot. And everything happened so fast. It was mm-hmm. almost like overnight that it went from, like, you're not working, you're going in for surgery, you can't talk for a couple of months. Yeah, because I had surgery mm. in my tongue. I had parts of my tongue removed from oh. cancer. Mm. So it was like I couldn't talk, so I'd be writing notes, and I'd work with the the one woman um, true. And it was in my house at the time, it was my apartment on West 57th street. So models are still with us today. Some of them met me in my apartment on West 57th street, or we'd have big castings at like one-on-one castings or different, um, professional casting studios. And yeah, everything was done out of my house or um, my one employee's house at first. And then quickly, we got pretty busy. We were quiet. We didn't have a website or anything until like two years later. We had major, major clients and models really working, but we were kind of under the radar. I wanted to see where my health was going, how my daughter would be, everything. And I was like, let's just keep it quiet. And then, yeah, I think it was about a year and a half, maybe two years later, we moved to, right to 7th Avenue and you know, then we put the website, and then everyone knew us. A lot of major clients knew us before we actually publicized. But
0: I see, I see. Yeah. Wow, oh man, this is so organic. <laughs> we're we're waiting for the book, Dale. <laughs> so, Dale, you've already shared some things uh, um, in terms of what it takes for a model to to have a successful career. But um, what what would you say is the secret sauce, or like just maybe? two or three things that um, a model should do or should have in order to be, to have a successful career? Well,
1: as far as secret sauce, I don't think there's a secret sauce in life or in modeling because everyone has one's own journey. Mm -hmm. But I believe that if you work on being your best self, inside and out, and you build genuine confidence, That self-assurance and the confidence without being arrogant is key to lots of success on, on many levels. And I think because professional models, they have really demanding job assignments and schedules, they really need physical and mental endurance as well as, like, patience and persistence and resilience. I just think always improving yourself to be your better self will help with modeling and everything in life. And if you're overall physically and mentally well, you know, it, I, it contributes to a model's inner glow. You know, when they walk in, you can see it when the model, mm-hmm. there are models who just walk in the room and they – command attention, you know, mm-hmm. people notice them. Those are the ones who get the jobs, and most of them are the ones that are really comfortable in their own skin. You know, mm-hmm. they exude that confidence, and and they're good at, like, assessing their strengths and weaknesses and continually working on self-improvement. So that, to me, is really important. And then I think just being your unique self, but then ultra-professional um, is really really important in having, you know, a successful career.
0: Very good. Wow. Those are lots of great tips. Um, and then what advice would you give, Dale, to someone who uh dreams to become an entrepreneur or they have a particular skill or talent that they've been operating in, um, but they have but, you know, they they like want to take that and do something with it, you know, kind of branch Mm -hmm, off or mm -hmm. make it a full-time career, what advice do you have to those folks? Well, my advice would be to
1: definitely follow your heart and your gut and take time to do your research, if you have the time. In my situation, I didn't have the time, but do your research before starting the business. There's so many great places to get in-depth advice, advice these days and if you develop a relationship with people, you know, who share your values and your vision and work in the industry that you want to be in, that would be key. You know, if you have a detailed plan but you also have the flexibility to go with the flow, you know, if you can have that support and the confidence yourself, you'll definitely achieve your goals. And I feel that so many people might meet others who tell them their idea is bad or, you know, that would never work. But if you really, really believe in it, you should give it your all and don't let people stand in your way. Like, be really positive about it.
0: That's good. I like that. Optimism and resilience. I like it. And do your research.
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely. All of those are key. Yeah, if you're starting your own business, especially a small business in New York, rest up for the ride.
0: (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. This is great. Um, Dale, as a leader in the industry, what do you hope to change or contribute to promote um, body positivity and inclusion?
1: Well, I encourage others to be advocates for themselves and to be curious and, like I said before, continuously learning and just support one another and celebrate each other. It's like, life is too short. Why not spend time inspiring and celebrating one another? I think that people are so hard on themselves these days, and the beauty inside is absolutely the most important, and some of those gorgeous people, you know, have the best hearts, so... To me, I think that is unbelievable. So if we could just help spread more of that word mm-hmm. and people just really accept one another and love everyone, then the world would be world would be a better place all around.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, and speaking of a better place, just lightening it up a little bit, um, what are some activities that you like to do in your me time or with your family?
1: my me time. We travel a lot and I love horseback riding and bike riding and swimming. So any activities, I really love the outdoors. So anything I can do to get my daughter and my family outside. And I'm always hosting other families, you know, friends and families at our apartment or wherever we are. I like doing things as a community.
0: Nice. And, uh,
1: nice. Yeah, just I mean sitting around laughing, being silly, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Living mm-hmm. life. Definitely. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Well, Dell, you're definitely doing that. So, you know, please just continue the great work and stay encouraged and um you are really changing people's lives in a lot of different ways. Uh so thank you so much for for coming on and, and talking to us and being one of our millennial minds um, who is changing the world. And make sure, please tell us uh, where we can find uh, True on um, the the website and then in yourself also on social media.
1: Sure. Uh, True's website is True, T-R-U-E, and then model, M-O-D-E-L, and then dot .net, N-E-T, and my website is my name, Dale, D A L E, Noel, N O E L L E dot com. And it's for social media, most of the handles are true, T R U E, model, M O D E L, and then M G T. And Dale's is my name again, Dale Noel underscore true.
0: Thank you, Dale. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Yazzie, so much
1: for having me on the show. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope to connect with all of you online.
0: Very good. You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your Yazi Speaks on Millennial Minds. Till next time, peace.